your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day to you, whatever point this finds you. Nick Pitt reporting for duty, Selk duty as always. Hope you're well, hope you've had a fantastic weekend. And here we are again, Saturday Manager Podcast, Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves. Can be a mouthful. Here we are again, thank you for listening. Welcome to the show. So first of all, just going to explain the layout and what's going to happen today. Um, and hopefully we find something that um, that you can enjoy. So the way this is going to work, we'll firstly speak, uh, we'll go through our game at the weekend with Eltham Eagles, which is our fourth pre-season game uh, this season. It was their first. Uh, we'll then take a break, and I'm assuming he's going to play the ads. Not heard them for a while. Do you have a beard? Are you looking to sell your property? Able Pest Control. I think they they are either last year's or this year's. I don't know, but I haven't heard them for a while. So hopefully he drops them in in the break. Second half, we'll be back. And we will speak to Eddie Asika. Eddie Asika is the manager of AFC Lewisham from Division 3 West. So exactly the same division as us. Uh, we'll be speaking to him in the second half of the show. Similar to last week, so that's a new aspect of the show for pre-season and potentially the first couple of weeks of the season. Going to be speaking to managers in and around uh, the leagues. Uh, we'll try and concentrate on Division 3, West, um, our division, but we'll also be speaking to um, other managers. So next week, uh, we've got lined up Scott from Housted. Going to speak to him about, again, the same sort of things that we're going to speak to Eddie about today, so pre-season last season, uh, what they've been doing during lockdown, etc, etc. And then the following week, we're going to be speaking to Rob Osborne and James Pine from Chelsfield FC. New team set up this season, also uh, former Farnborough players, so it'd be good to speak to them and find out exactly how they've been getting on. So Saturday, um, Saturday saw us host Eltham Eagles of the, I've got to get this right because I usually get this wrong. The BSLFL, so the Bromley and South London Football League, which is the old South London Alliance, if you're as old as I am and you know that. Um, they are from Division 2. Uh, finished, uh, let's have a look. Finished fourth last season. Uh, 10 wins, uh, sorry, 10 games played, 7 wins, 3 losses, and a goal difference of plus 7, finishing on 20 points. Same division as our fourth team. So... Uh, maybe maybe on paper, aside that two or three divisions below us, we looked at it as maybe we underestimated them a little bit. Um, so we got we got to the got to Green Court where we've played all of our preseason games. Eleven thirty, the boys were on time. Uh, timekeeping seems to be getting better as the games go on, which is good. 
people finding the love for football again. Green Court have um, seemed to have got the COVID risk assessment and the COVID um, one-way systems right. They're doing it really well down there. So if anybody needs a pitch for a weekend or up and coming Sundays or midweek, they're offering their pitch down there, and they they seem to uh, they seem to have cracked it. So a good example of how we can continue um in, including the use of changing rooms and showers and and uh, and dugouts and spectators areas and bars and clubhouses and everything so they've got full use of everything down there so it's just it's just a a, a way of showing that we can like i said we can do it and um it can be obeyed we got out about 10 past 12 got a half decent warm-up in we started um we started in a three-five-two, which is something we're trying to perfect. Um, it's a formation that I quite like. It's a formation that we've that we've dipped in and out of as and when we can. Uh, the formation is a great formation if you can get it right, but you need to get it right. Don't just put players in those positions because you want to play that formation. It has to be the right players for the right positions, and and we've done that, and we've managed to get. Um, those right players so far so like I said 3-5-2 three on the bench including myself uh, Mitch Crimstock and Patrick Harvey um, including two of the new lads up front Rory Skinner and Avoki Tobias Palmer um, Avoki a young hungry lad ex-Bromley Academy which we've taken on uh, was training with the first team we're looking for more minutes so um, he's he, he's come in and he's played the last couple of games for us which is great we started the game uh, a lot better as pre-season has progressed one thing I have noticed is everything has got better like I said earlier the timekeeping's got better the, the warm-ups have got better our play with the ball has got better so we we are progressing we are doing exactly what I wanted us to do and and progress in a way that shows uh, positive signs. So we, with that said, we went one nil down very early. A little bit annoying. Um, we had a corner on the on the right hand side, far side, uh, delivered into the box, which was uh, cleared by their centre half and picked up by their right winger. Very quick, very quick lad. Who crossed the ball? Who sorry passed the ball over to the left to their striker, um, who managed to run down the left at pace. And if you played at Green Court, going uphill as well, so you know about the pitch. Going uphill, um, beat the centre half. Think it was a shot. He will say it was a cross. Uh, I think it was a shot, but it then found the feet of the. I think it was the right back who'd done everyone for pace completely ran from his own box and ran with the with the striker and fired it into the bottom left hand corner and made it 1-0 and probably against the runner play considering that we'd got the ball down we were playing playing really well and there were no real clear cut chances for them uh, we'd hit the post about two minutes before Tony Rawlings um, half volley from the edge of the box um, and we'd also hit the bar as well um, from Toby so we were knocking on the door but there was just that break in play where we kind of switched off a bit and maybe should have left an extra body at the back um, however they capitalised on, on a mistake that we made and, and they made us pay for it so at this level you can't afford to make those mistakes because nine times out of ten you do get punished but we reacted well um, and we did exactly what I wanted us to do um, so for the 10-15 minutes that, that we were 1-0 down uh, again, we got the ball down well. The, the, some of the p- 
passages of play were just superb. We're just little glimpses of last season where we were just playing teams off the pitch and at the best of times where we didn't have the greatest of services at Farnborough and we were still playing football. We've now got this surface down at Greencourt that has been bouncy and bobbly because of the weather, but it was a little bit of give because of the recent rain. Uh, we've been able to, to do that more effectively. So Billy Roberts, our, our new right wing back, who was on Herne Bay, Herne Bay under-18s last year, uh, picked the ball up from his own box and ran the full length of the pitch in behind the left back. Fired the ball across the front of goal for Rory Skinner, um, our very own Ian Dowie, to tap in in the bottom left corner. Um, right place at the right time, but if you're not there, you don't score. So Rory getting on the on the score sheet in his second game for us, which was really positive. Second goal came literally five minutes later. Um, a delivery from the left-hand side from our left wing back, George Paul, met on the volley by Toby, uh, hit the hit the uh, hit the post, hit the inside of the post, and again, just fell to Rory, who happened to be in the right place at the right time, striker's instinct, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, and again, so and then we went 2-1 up. Um, we, we were pressing and pressing and pressing, and to be honest, and this is no detriment to Elton, it really could have been more... Um, frustrating we were getting caught on the break every so often again they they broke through and they hit the bar so it could have been 2-2 but off the back of that we um, again another delivery from the left hand side uh, which I believe um, Rory swung a miss and it fell to to Pat Harvey who managed to put the ball into the bottom right hand corner so um, 3-1 up fairly comfortable into half time the only the the only real um the only real offering they had was was their number nine uh alex who funnily enough come up and spoke to me after the game but we can talk about that after um he was their only he he, he was uh he was getting the ball down he was running at our defenders and he, he was a real threat he was a real um he was their attacking outlet so to speak and they kept pulling him off the pitch, and I was a bit sort of like, "Well, why are you doing that? He seems to be your only outlet going forward." Um, so, game went on. He had a couple of chances. He was cutting. He was coming down the left, cutting in, had a couple of shots, trying to bend it into the far right-hand corner, um, but being unsuccessful. And uh, they managed to pull. Um, they managed to pull one back in the last fifteen minutes, I think it was. Uh, but we managed to hang on, and it was for me. It was um, it was long time coming. It was more of a the 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 performances had got better over time, and I think, like I said earlier, where it could have been maybe five or six on the day if we'd have been a little bit more clinical because we had bags of chances in the first half. Like I said, Toby probably could have had a hat trick inside twenty minutes, hitting the post, hitting the bar, hitting one right at the keeper. Um, so his his goal will come and his confidence will come. But I also think that where we switched off a little bit from the corner, those types of things we won't be able to get away with when we do get the season going and we play teams like Bride and Ropes, like Housted, like Meridian, like Long Lane, Greenways, those teams, and we'll be punished and um, and we and we can't we can't let that happen. So as I said earlier. Um, the game finished, and um, some of the boys were saying, "Oh, Nick," I said, "Oh, um, they're nine. He said he's 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 asking about signing, and 
I'm not really one for sort of in front of their team and this, that and the other, but I thought, you know what, fuck it. So we were shaking hands at the end of the game. I shook his hand and said, oh, we'll have a chat after. He said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So um, into the changing rooms, we come out and he was there and he come up to me and we just had a chat and he was far too good for that side. And again, I don't mean, I do not mean it disrespectfully at all to Elton, but um, he informed me, well, he told me that he'd been there uh, and joined with a mate who used to run the team, doesn't run it no more. So maybe he's looking to do something else. So we have a game this coming Thursday against Peckham Rive, West for League. Be a different sort of game for us. They're a Sunday side. Um, obviously run by Gibbs, who is part of the OBD, SFL and Westford show, um, run by Andrew, Jamie of Greenwich Mariners and, and Dan Gibbs. So we will play them on Thursday, uh, this coming Thursday, which Alex will go straight into the squad, which, I, which is a good bit of bartering, I thought. He's um, he's a self-employed curio, lives on the Isle of Sheppey, so doesn't mind the travelling, um, and it begs the question when you've got someone like him turning up um, an hour before the game, but someone who lives five minutes down the road arrives ten minutes before kickoff. So it begs the question. Okay, so first half done. We'll take a quick break, and we will be back, and we will be joined by Eddie Asika of AFC Lewisham. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the second part of the show. Nick Pitt, Farnborough Old Boys Guild. Um, we've reached that time now where uh, we're going to speak to um, the selected manager of the week. This week is Eddie Asika from AFC Lewisham of Division 3 West. Uh, I've been playing against them ever since I've been in this division, so they've obviously been in, been in and around the scene for as long as we have. Um, going to find out <clears throat> a little bit about the team, a little bit about him, about them, what they've been up to, what their expectations are, and so on and so forth. So let's see if we can get through to, to Eddie. Hopefully we can and he's available. Hello. Eddie. How are you? You alright mate? I'm fine. How are you buddy? I'm good thank you. Can't complain yourself. Good yes. Well welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, welcome to the Saturday Manager. Obviously we've spoken a few times before. Um, you are live on air so please do not swear. Um, I'll try my best. <laughs> Listen mate how are you? You're all good yeah? Yeah I'm all good. Can't complain. Just finished work so that's all. Good lad. Yeah yeah all good. Um as I say, yeah, working myself today, so yeah, all all, all good. Um, no worries. Right, is your real name Edward, or is it Eduardo? <laughs> um, it is Edward. It you is. Eduardo, I don't mind either way. Might yes. go for Eduardo, give you that little bit of like Spanish, Listen, I love it. African I love flair. It. <laughs> <laughs> and the surname, Asika, where where does that originate from? Uh, yeah, it's actually Nigerian, so um, uh, parents are both Nigerian. Okay. Uh, I was born here in 1982. Greenwich. Yeah. 1992, younger than me as well. Yeah. Fuck's sake! Why am I interviewing all these oh. young people? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't feel young. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, AFC Lewisham. So um, I'm just saying that. So you boys, um, 
you've been sort of on the scene for as long as I've been playing for Farnborough. So I've been at Farnborough now seven years and you've you've been in our, in our division for as long as I can remember. Um, predominantly, and you're probably going to... Predominantly, Lewisham have, have been the boys that take a beat in week in, week out. And yes. last season, you, that seemed to, to change a little bit. Um, you had a strong finish. Um, yeah. finished ninth, I think was it ninth, eighth for ninth, somewhere like that. I think it was eighth, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you finished in and around, which is which is a good. You know, you were picking points up where maybe you would have got a draw, or maybe just lost yeah. by the odd goal beforehand. But um, tell us a little bit about last season and um and the campaign, obviously before COVID struck and and what was going on with, with you boys. Uh, to be fair, yeah, like you said, building on what you said, um. Um, Covid really came at a bad time for us. To be fair, we yeah. started getting a bit of momentum. We're picking up a lot more points. Um, but yeah, it was a rocky start, um, as most of the teams that we played found out. Um, it was hard getting the boys to do what you, what I wanted them or imagined them to do. So we had to go through that. Players coming in, players coming out. Consistency. I've got such a young team that a lot of them at that time didn't take it really that seriously. So and it showed on the pitch. To be yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, but like I said, as as the season grew on and I got rid of a lot of the players that were causing us trouble, uh, probably you guys will probably know too well. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to refer to that game at your place. Of course, exactly. Yeah, what of what course. happened with the referee, um, for the people that don't know. Um, I don't I don't believe the player was signed, was he either? He wasn't. Uh, no, he, he wasn't. wasn't yeah, he no, wasn't he one of your regular players. Yeah. So, no. for the, for those of you that don't know, we we played Davsy Lewisham back in. I think it was January. I think it was, and um, I think we won. We just won. I've got to be honest. It could have been yeah. different. Um, and there was an altercation between two players. The referee got involved, and the referee ended up getting pushed to the deck by one of the players. And even your players were saying, you know, leave it out, help him out, and this that, and the other. And he took an age to get off the pitch and it really disrupted the game and actually disrupted the way you were playing because you were playing really well and on the day if you'd have maybe had someone in front of goal with a bit more of an eye for goal it could have been completely different yeah to be fair I totally agree with what you said to be fair um, first of all I actually got to apologise to you again and the referee <laughs> I can't actually remember his name it's actually so bad but yeah um, I don't remember his name that incident we, we don't condone that AFC don't listen don't condone that our players don't condone that it was yeah. absolutely unjustified something that should never even when it happened I've actually never seen that happen before I've like never that, seen so. that before I mean you hear stories uh, about yeah. referees getting abused like verbally and you know and this that and the other but I've physically never been on the pitch and seen it with my own eyes before and it just makes you yeah. feel I felt terrible for him. Like, don't get Absolutely. me wrong, he got straight back up and he was he was ready to he, go. To be fair, <laughs> he, he, he handled it well. To he be did. Fair, he handled it well. He very, a lot yeah, of very well. Would call off the game, all that kind of stuff, but he handled it well. So credit to him. To yeah, definitely credit to him. But um, yeah, going back to what I was saying, yeah, yeah. But that was the kind of that was the kind of core that I kind of had at the squad when I when I took it over. So I had to kind of get rid of all that kind of stuff. And um, like I said, the results started to pick up. Uh, we were winning games that on paper looking before matches we didn't or outsiders would say we wouldn't win and it was starting to pick up to be fair so COVID came at a really bad time for us being on this year yeah like I said looking back at your the couple of results that you had beforehand and you were picking up points because we would always as a team in the dressing room we would look at the team we would look at some of the fixtures that you know we'd and we were going right so we're playing so and so today we need that win we need that loss we need this to help us progress in the, in the league and 
course. And I was saying to the boys, I said, look, they're picking up points here, and and you were playing teams like Bromley and 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 that that sort of that mid mid group in that table, and yeah. you're picking the points up, and we were like, fucking hell, like, they're doing some, you know, they're doing some damage here. And as you say, you probably come at the worst time because you were picking up um, some some momentum. So, but hopefully you can you can um, use that as fuel for next year and push on them and hopefully do better. Um, yeah, of course. In terms of, uh, so we had the lockdown. Uh, we weren't allowed to do anything. Obviously, grassroots football stopped. We weren't allowed to go to the pub. We weren't allowed to go and see our mates. Um, a lot of things, uh, lots of different teams were doing lots of different things, quizzes, FIFA tournaments, uh, Zoom. Uh, call. Was there anything that you boys did to get yourselves through lockdown as a team? Or was it just more fair, of a, just sort of a, you, you did what you did as individuals and then you sort of yeah. took it from there? Uh, our group chat was key. Our group chat was really amazing. So it's um, we tried to keep ourselves occupied. A lot of football challenges. Yeah. Um, we did our little bits by ourselves. So I'd put a challenge out, maybe do a 5K or do something in your garden and post it in the um, group chat. Yeah. And all the boys were participating. All the boys were doing their little bits. So it kept them at least a bit sharp. Not yeah. obviously the situation we wanted to be in, but at least they were doing their little bits. And then when we finally were able to do our threes and then our fives, they were going out together in parks or yep. gardens, and they were doing their little bits too, and still throwing it in the group chat. So it was really, it was really quite good that they were still doing that, showing that they were still hungry to get back to actually play, yeah. which I'm really, really pleased with. To be fair, yeah, it's important that because um, a, a lot, a lot of different teams do it a lot, of, a lot of different ways, and I can imagine there were teams out there that did fuck all, that did absolutely nothing, and yeah. I, I couldn't have had that. You know, we we did some, we did like a, a weekly quiz on a Thursday, you know, but we did we didn't do the normal stuff. We did things like, um, like 1990 world cup and we did euros and stuff like that. So we, we tried to mix it up a bit and wear football shirts and things like that. So we tried to keep it a little bit interesting, but yeah, as you say, things like that is good because it's about togetherness. And even if, as you say, you get the boys doing stuff in their gardens, someone puts it in the group, someone takes a piss out of him, someone jumps on it and it, it gets that 10, everyone it gets exactly, everyone going. Yeah. yeah. And they're, at least they're talking, you know, so that's good. That's really good to hear. Um, in terms of this, so the season coming, um, so what have you been doing um, to prepare for the season? So um, new signings, outgoings, pre-season training, uh, any new sponsorships? What what have you, what have AFC Lewisham been doing? Um, so to be fair, um, I've just been concentrating on the football side. Um, we're still looking for um, finalising our home pitch. Um, as you probably know, the pitch yep. that we even use normally is terrible yeah um so we're trying to get out of there a few players in coming in few players coming out um but mostly it's really been the training side getting them drilled in what i want them to do yeah we've had a bit of time to actually like i said it's only my first season there so i'm still trying to get them to play a certain way be drilled be cohesive so i've just been spending a lot of time doing that with them to the year so they're a lot harder to beat and they've got a little bit more maybe ideas going forward are you finding that they are they're open to to what you're the way you're trying to get them to play or are you finding that some people are struggling with that or is it is it easy to be fair what i've tried to do is that the players that i don't think can buy in or will buy in yeah. or have the ability to buy in i've tried to get rid of them so okay. um, it's mostly the group i've got is the, a lot of the players that I've had before previously that I couldn't get because they were already playing for other teams yeah. and a lot of the solid base from the team from last year so it's a good cohesiveness there they're all trying to listen all trying to improve so that's good. it shows that the, resu- the results all the results yeah. the results um, <laughs> this season 
That's good. That's positive. No, it's good to hear. It's good to hear things like that. Right. Um, expectations. Realistic expectations. And unless you go and sign 11 Paul Pogwards, you're not going to win a division next year. And I mean that in the, I mean that in the best way possible. I really do. But you, you've got a benchmark to build on. So you finished eighth. Previous seasons, they were finishing bottom every single season. So yeah. so last season was an improvement straight away. So in your head, where are you Where are you looking to be and where realistically do you think you can be next season in terms of the league and maybe a cup competition as well? What do you think? So just like you said, progression, that's actually the key. That's what we've been trying to install in them this year because going back statistically, over the last two years, I think they won three games yeah. over that last period. So... To get them to eighth is progressing itself, but we don't want to rest on that. We want to build on it. So we're looking mid-table-ish, um, probably around the fifth, sixth position, yep. just to say if there's another bit of progression there. Um, and cop, uh, cop, I can't get my words out, <laughs> cup run. To be fair, what I do back my team in is one-off games. Yeah. Yep. So really and truly, I do expect them to do really well in cup games. So uh, a quarter-final, semi-final of a cup would be a really big achievement. A really How many achievement have you um two. have you gone into this year? Do you know? Uh, I think we've gone into two. I two, need to okay. double check the names of them, but I think we've gone into two. So try and go into the um if you well, it depends on location and that, but try and get into the Seven Oaks yeah. if you qualify for that. That's always a yeah. good that's always a good one to be involved in. We were involved in that uh, along with our third team. I think there's a senior and a junior section to it. So okay. I think on the league that you're in it depends what side of that you go into. But you play teams from Kent and Seven Oaks, so that could be depending on how sort of deep your squad is. Yeah, that could be another yeah. option for you boys as well, definitely. Yeah, of course, yeah. To be fair, yeah, I'll speak to you about that one. I'd just like to know where space because a lot of my boys are around Lewisham, yeah, um, South East area, so I need to have to prepare for that. But yeah, yeah no, of course, yeah. About that, <clears throat> okay, um, so you progression is something that we've we have built on ourselves because going back three or four years we built every single year and we've got better and better and last season was our best finish to date obviously we finished second but then covid come in and was looking to get promoted um unfortunately that didn't happen so we feel like we've got unfinished business with this season so hopefully course, we can yeah. uh we can we can get out of this division hopefully um lastly i'm going to ask you to be brave and brutally honest okay so okay, top three in order and bottom three in order when you're okay. ready. And your reasoning and your reasons for, for those selections. Yeah, no worries. Um, shall I start with top first? So completely top up to you. Go, I'll tell you what, go, go, go with bottom first. Bottom first, Go yeah. bottom right, first. No worries. So, um, oh, to be fair, this is judged mostly on last season. I don't know really what That's absolutely fine, yeah. In going out, going so, I wouldn't expect, um, yeah, that's fine. So, I've got Danton bottom. Yeah. Um, to be fair... Um, just judging on their past results last year and our meeting of them, um, yeah. yeah, they were in a, a bad place. They were terrible. And, they yeah, were awful. So, yeah, exactly. So I've got them at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I've got Wellington just above them. Um, same again, to be fair. Um, I used to coach at Wellington Reserves I remember. Years ago. I remember. And since, since then, they've just gone completely backwards. I don't know what has happened over there. You know what happened, didn't you? Um, no, I don't. That's why I have no idea. Tristan left. <laughs> Tristan left. Um, yeah, he, he go? he's gone. He's a um, 
So he went to Bryden Ropes' first team in the Scaffold League. Yeah. Then he went back to um, Wellingtown first team with Kevin. And now he's just okay. gone again. He's at Forest Hill now in the Scaffold. Oh, so he's just left again? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. I know. More clubs so than Michael Owen. Again. Yeah. Yeah, he's all over the place, isn't he? That's all right. Yeah. Leave him to it. Yeah. He's a journeyman. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, well. Yeah, but... <laughs> Same thing again, judging on performances yep. last year, I was surprised, oh, as bad as it sounds, I'm surprised of how so much ease we beat them. Do you know what? Really surprised. They, you ne- with Welling, you never know which Welling's going to turn up. Like, yeah. we've got them on Saturday in a pre-season game, because all the teams we've played have either been above or below us in terms mm-hmm. of divisions and that. So I thought if we get them, it, we can see where we are as a side. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but with them, you just don't know who's going to turn up. Like they, exactly. so they beat us in the cup five two, um, at the mm. beginning of last season. We then drew yeah. uh one or two all of them. I can't remember at their place, and then two week, two or three weeks later, we beat them six one at home. So yeah, you just you just don't know. You just don't know. But I I, I can see why you've done that, and I I yeah I would I would agree in, in some respects. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, like I said, um, unless unless they've done uh, to be fair, I know they'll probably be better at recruitment, but unless they've done. A massive overall, so I don't see them doing I don't much see damage. Them yeah, a lot of team, yeah, being a lot of teams next year. Yeah. Um, to be fair, this one's a bit of a hard one because I didn't know, I didn't know who to put it out of Bexley and South East Athletic. Oh, when, I go, yeah, go on. I'll, I'll probably go Bexley. To be fair, see uh, the three I had originally uh, was Danson. Yeah. Uh, Bexley and I put South East in there. I didn't put Welling in there, but I didn't even. I, do you know what? That's how that's how good they are. I didn't even think about them. That's how yeah. that's how once I get my attention, I wasn't even thinking exactly. about them. Uh, so that's 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 not a bad shout because South East again, we played them first game of last season we, and we tonked them five one, but some of the games that they were losing were just like they, I think Bexley beat yeah. them and they're shit. Yeah, it didn't it didn't make sense. It actually didn't make sense. I just especially I, South East Athletic. I know were a good side. Yeah, so I don't they are. Know what's happened though, First team are good. They had cup wins two seasons ago. Exactly. They've done well in the league. A good, well-established club, but a reserve team are a pile of shit. Yeah. And I hope they've. I hope for the sake of the division this season that they've recruited well, um, and, and we can get some. We get some better games out of teams like better that. Games. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so we've gone. A, so you went. Well in. Yep. Yeah, so Danson bottom, Wellington second bottom, and then I'll, I'll put I put Bexley there. Yeah, Bexley. Okay. Right, top three. So go third, second, first, and your reasonings. Okay, no worries. And so, I mean this. Don't just. Uh, I don't mean this how it sounds, but don't put us in there if you don't feel we, we will get there. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to cut you cool. off or anything like that. <laughs> cool. No worries. Um, I, this, like I said, based on last season, a lot of it, and me actually playing against the teams. Yeah, um, okay. So, third place, I've actually I've got, actually got you guys. Yeah. Um, as much as we were in lack of a goal scorer yep. when we played you guys, yeah. it's just the way, I feel like you guys have got a bit of a ruthless and well-oiled kind of bit about you that even though you didn't really play as well as probably that you could have that yeah. it just looked like you're just able to grind it out and more the, the more the game went on the more you kind of just put your stamp on it and then so I do like how you guys have got a bit of resilience about you and I think that will bode well yep. in this league next season so I think it's, it's the difference between because season before last we, we drew 10 games to all 
Yeah. And if we'd <sighs> yeah, if we'd have just won four of them, we we would have been right up there. Um and that was the difference between season before last and last season is that we actually finished teams off and the games that we would have drew we won and whether we won it by trouncing a team 5-6-0 or we get a 1-0 win which I think it was wasn't it 1 or 2-0 against you boys yeah, no, but we yeah, no, it was, and it was a penalty wasn't yeah, it no, it was, I think it was yeah, a penalty as well it was a penalty so there you go I don't think it was a penalty either but I, no it yeah, wasn't we'll go into that later. <laughs> no, um, but yeah but it's just it's just there's a ruthlessness about you guys there's a bit of a steeliness about you guys so I see, I see that boding well for you guys. To be I like that. I take that compliment. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, so I've got you guys third. Yeah. Um, second, I've got Meridian. Yeah. I've got Meridian coming second. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good side. Yeah. They play really good football. Young, youthful side. More of a side that looks like they probably outscored most of the teams. Yeah. Defensively, they're not amazing. They have got a lot going forward, so yeah. I've got them second. They've just lost their goalkeeper as well. Oh, really? And a defender, I believe. Oh, really? So, I... I oh, one? I've, one of them is really good. Yeah, the black guys who kept doing like the backflips every time he fell over on the floor. Him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's him, I'm not sure, but the tall goalkeeper they had, um, yeah. I, he's gone. I don't know where he's gone. Um, but, yeah, so uh, my opinion... Um, I think they'll drop out of that. Um, I don't. Yeah. Second season syndrome, um, those types of things. It's just things that go around in my head, and I don't know. I just think they did so well, and they, in my opinion, they overachieved last season because they come straight yeah. over from the Bromley and um, District yeah, League. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and they effectively they won the division. Um, just for me, I just think that they might drop out of that top three, and I think they could just miss out. But carry yeah. on. Okay, cool. And then it's only going to be yeah. Yeah, it's only one one team to be fair. Yeah. It's hosted because yeah. we. What's what's kind of sad and happy? Um, well, I'm happy about the same time is that I didn't actually play them. Yeah, I didn't actually get to play. Them, Neither did we. We didn't get to play them either. Look, just looking at the results, they were still in all their cup competitions. They played eleven, one eleven. Yeah, they conceded. <laughs> Under like five goals, it was it was looking ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So if, it, they yeah. bring, if they were looking, if they bring that same squad back again, it is gonna be a problem. Well, they've so again, bit of inside info. They've just lost their goalkeeper as well. Oh wow! And they've lost a striker, Goal- I believe. Goalkeepers are a different breed. Goalkeepers <laughs> are a damn. Oh my god! You cannot get a decent one. You know when you've got one, you have to keep them wrap them up in cotton you have to do do what they want pay them to play even if you have to get them nice things oh. and send them nice text messages and that you just need to do what you need to do to keep hold yeah. of them but because once they're gone to replace them it is the biggest pain and you can't throw anyone in goal and the only reason I know that about their striker as well because what I believe so when I spoke to Josh last week from Bryden he, mm. he told me that you know their forward George the big guy captain yeah. ginger hair yeah so yeah. Uh, he was approached by Housted. Yeah, Housted phoned him up really? and said, "Come down and play," and he said, "No." Oh, oh wow! Yeah, and, and Josh didn't know anything about it. Only found out and um, called the management team. They're all snakes and this, that, and the other. So it'll be interesting when I speak to them next week and ask them about that as well. Can't wait oh, for that. Wow! Yeah, yeah. But he's a good player. Yeah. He's a very good player. Good player. Good player. Thirty goals, I think, player. last season. He finished on. I'm surprised he's not playing higher, to be fair. He's, he's had a couple of games with the first team, um, and Josh is a little bit wary that he might lose 
him to the first team. So it depends on what he wants to do, whether he wants to stay and just play with his mates or whether he wants to progress. It's all about player development then, isn't it? What About what they want to do. Exactly. To be fair, first team, no offence to him, but they're not that great. They should snap him up, to be fair. Young lad scoring 30 goals in Div 3. You can have a pop on him, just have a go. Yeah, see see what happens. They should snap him up because I think he's probably as good, if not better, than what they've already got. My, one of my mates used to play for their team, and I used to watch them um, when we didn't have games, and they they do not look that great. Yeah, so that could be yeah. a, it. Could be a good move for him. Exactly. So um, top knows? three. So that was Farnborough third, Meridian second, and Housted yes. top. So no, no Bryden, no Long Lane. Um, no, I don't think they've got enough to keep up with that across the season. To okay. be fair. Um, Long Lane dropped Long off Lane, the ball, didn't they? Yeah, Long Lane dropped off the ball and I think are quite beatable. I think Long Lane are quite beatable, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Um, but the, the the three that I mentioned, they just look like they've got a bit more about them. what I've seen anywhere. Yeah, that they've got a bit more about them to, to go a longer season. So, yeah. yeah, they're my three. Brilliant. Okay, mate. Well, that wraps... That wraps it up, uh, uh, mate. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to to speak to us and and um, let everyone know what's been going on down at the club. I wish you well for the season, and I will see you at some point. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers, buddy. Take care. One. Bye, mate. Cheers. There we had him, the man himself, Edward, Eddie Eduardo Asika, Nigerian heritage, born and bred in Greenwich. Uh, he's a really nice fella and I like what he's trying to do down at um, at Lewisham and what we spoke about there. Yeah, it was a horrific incident um, against Lewisham last year and it's good to see that he's openly apologised to me. So he doesn't need to apologise to me, but to me, the referee, and just to let everyone know that I don't condone that and I don't like to see stuff like that in football anyway. That wraps the show up. Thank you for listening. I really know I go on sometimes, but it's it's good to get football back. It's good to speak to football people that are passionate about the game. And it's it's just good to be back here again and, and doing this. So next week, we will be speaking to one or two people. It's going to be Scott from Housted, or it's going to be James Pine and Rob Osborne from Chelsfield. So the element of surprise comes next week. It's either going to be the hungry... Division 3 favourites housed or it's going to be New Boys, Chelsfield FC. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta for now. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.